So I thought, it, yeah, I thought it'd be fun just to kind of, sure. kind of gather around and stand up and just gonna in a circle, just kind of. We're only gonna do one song, and then Jeremy will do his recap, and then we'll okay. do another song later. But yeah, just uh, yeah. So this was uh, I was telling Jeremy and Tyler this. So it's kind of interesting for me because um, I don't think I've ever done too much like Christmas music. So in in the years that you know I played it for the youth and that stuff at Shoreline, and so it's just. So this is a this is kind of a new avenue for me, but but uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So the first one's gonna be Silent Night. too long, or at least for me, not too long tonight. I'll try to not, I said, I, I said I'd do 15 minutes, we'll see if, I, if that's possible for me. I thought you were going to say five minutes. Five minutes? <laughs> that would not be possible. Well, I don't think a daddy could do five minutes. I can talk for five minutes about literally anything, so I think I got to go more than five minutes. But tonight, tonight we're thinking of a recap of a recapitulation of the whole story we've studied for 10 months. 10 months we have been in this book of John. And so now we're back at John 1. And I thought, what, how appropriate. Because we focus on the Matthew and Luke stories of Jesus' birth. And yet we forget that in, in many ways, you know, John has as much to say about Christmas as Matthew and Luke do. Because his is the divine perspective. It's the divine story. And we're just focused on, on that, that reality, that this 10 months we've spent in the book of John 
We're coming back around to John 1, the prologue of his gospel. And it, it, it holds even more meaning after having read the whole gospel. Because we see what John was talking about. We see the weight of the things he communicated at the very beginning of his gospel. I'm going to open with a confession. You know, um, I'm not a fan generally of Christmas music. I have to confess that. Uh, for me, it's always been a little too triumphalistic, too upbeat, too joyous. And if you know me well, I'm a pretty melancholic person. I'm a sad soul. And uh, it's, it's never really been my favorite music. I, I've never really liked it. And it was maybe two years ago that I really felt that Christmas music finally found a home in my heart. Because I listened to how poignant the lyrics were of songs like Silent Night. Of songs like my, my one Christmas song that I've always loved, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. That these sit here in exile, Israel in exile, awaiting the promised one. That speaks to my soul. And when I see, see the poignancy of the incarnation in these beautiful songs that have been written throughout history about Jesus' coming, and it's in that, it is in that I have found the poignancy of the Christmas songs. Because there is such hope and expectation wrapped up in it. And it's here in John 1 that we see that incarnation really explained from the divine perspective. Matthew and Luke look at it from this kind of more human perspective of this baby being born and what happened to that baby and where he was. And John says, let's look at it as the Word. The Word of God taking on flesh. I'm going to read it to you. Again, just like we did ten months ago. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him. And apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. Haven't we seen that as we walk through this gospel? <clears throat> Haven't we seen Jesus turn the water into wine and heal the lame man and feed the 5,000, heal the man born blind, raise Lazarus from the dead? All these wonderful things were Jesus the light shining. John doesn't stop there, does he? He says, the light shines in the darkness, but what? The darkness did not understand it. It did not comprehend it. This world was a dark place. And it loved its evil, as John says elsewhere. Men loved the darkness more than they loved the light. God sent a witness, didn't he? There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. There was the true light, Jesus, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world and the world was made through him, 
and yet the world did not know him. But, and we get to count ourselves as part of this group, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. And so we have become. It said, he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Man, did we see that clearly. How many times did Jesus show who he was to the people? And they rejected him. They did not want him as their Messiah. They did not want him as their Messiah on the whole. They rejected him. Their leaders rejected him. And so the people followed in their leaders' footsteps. But, but for those who believe, they became children of God. We count ourselves among that group. We count ourselves as among those group. We became those, we became children of God for those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but children of God. They were born of God. John 3, remember that beautiful passage with Nicodemus. Jesus tells about the spirit birth, the new birth of water and of spirit. Verse 14, the pinnacle of the prologue, and really the pinnacle of humanity. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw His glory. John says, I am a witness, and I saw Him. I saw what His glory was like. Whenever... Whenever it becomes hard to believe that you can make a difference. Whenever it becomes hard to believe that your life matters. Whenever it becomes hard to believe that humans still have the dignity that God gave them by giving of his image to them. Remember the greatest thing that has ever happened. The greatest sign of the dignity of humanity is that God himself was willing to become one. In that we find dignity. When we feel small and stupid and insignificant and unimportant, it was Jesus the man who accomplished salvation. God became flesh. It wasn't that he became some great angel of light. It wasn't that he became some great cosmic force. He became a man. And it reminds us of our special place in the universe. Of the fact that we were made in the image and likeness of God. Because the greatest thing that has ever happened to humanity was that God became one of us. Jesus, the man, lived among us. He dwelt among us so that God could be with us. Let that be an encouragement to you tonight. As you remember our dignity, remember our place in the universe. We saw his glory, glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth.
John testified about him, John the Baptist, testified about him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. And it's of Christ's fullness that we all have received. Grace upon grace. For the law, the law was given through Moses. And that was a great thing. That was a beautiful thing that God gave us of his law. That he gave the ancient Israelites his law. That's a wonderful thing. And yet its glory is incomparable. Incomparable to the glory that Jesus Christ brought us. The law was given through Moses. But the greater reality, grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten God, who is in the bosom of the Father, He has explained Him. He has made Him known. If you want to know what God is like, if you want to see what the Father is like, if you've always wondered, I wonder what God's character is like. I wonder how He'd receive me. I wonder how He'd respond to me if He saw my sin, if He saw my brokenness, if He saw the way I treat people, if He saw the evil in my heart. How would God receive me? How would He respond to me? It would look like Jesus did. Because Jesus is the one who made the Father And that's what we have to remember tonight. As we celebrate in this Christmas season, we remember both the fact that Jesus made God known to us and that he showed us that humanity is worthwhile, that we're not a project to be abandoned, we're not a project to be cast away, we're not something meant for the fire. He cared enough to redeem us, to bring us to completion. Jesus Jesus proves that humanity is worthwhile. That it has a dignity that cannot be replaced. And that human beings are the future that we're headed towards. That this humanity and community that we embrace as the church was the plan for creation all along. God wanted a people to be in community together to live life one another, and to edify and build each other up. That was the plan. It took a man to do it. Jesus Christ. He was the one who accomplished it. And we remember both his deity and his humanity tonight. As we think about the incarnation, the word who became flesh. Jeremy. Uh, to continue in that uh, spirit of reflectiveness, I uh, thought it would be good to pray, to reflect on our year, to reflect on the, the sermon series that Jeremy's preached so well, and um, yeah, so if you think back over the lifespan of this church, uh, it's been about 10 months and coming to the end of the year kind of just makes it feel like it's been a year. Uh, we've finished our first sermon series. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of other things we've seen. We've seen answers to prayer. We've seen healings. 
We've seen uh, old friends that maybe we haven't seen in a long time. We have new friends that have joined us. There's a lot of things to be thankful for. And what better time to uh, tell God how much we are thankful for him than during this season of Christmas and a time where we come together with family and friends and uh, just celebrate him with each other. Um, so I'm going to pray, and um, I do feel like I want to open it up to a couple other people to pray if you feel led to. Um, I'm going to pray first, and then if maybe one or two other people feel led to pray, um, you can go ahead and do that. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's just be thankful, and especially tonight as we're finishing up and we're going to kind of have a little bit of a party and have some fun together. Um, Let's make this a celebration kind of prayer. So, Uh, Lord, we love you so much. And we are truly a thankful group of people. Um, As as we are approaching Christmas, um, a time where families come together and there's a lot of happiness and joy and all sorts of fun, um, we want to remember you. We want to remember... like Jeremy just said, that you are the word that became flesh. Um, you came, you were born to this world to live a life that we can look at and, and try to live our life like you're the example. And through that life, you prepared yourself to die for us, to save us from our sins, to save us from the evils of the world. And we are thankful for that. We just are so so grateful for the things that you do for us. Um, also reflecting on the life of this church and uh, we're thankful for the prayers that have been answered in this in this place. We're thankful for the friendships that have grown and blossomed. Um, we're thankful for the healing, for the restoration, for everything you've done in this church for us. Um, it's, it's amazing to see those things happen and we're so grateful for them. And especially in a time like we've been living through for the last 10 months in a world that um, has tried to keep people from seeing each other, tried to keep families apart, tried to do all these different things. You have been faithful to us as a church, and you've kept us safe, you've protected us through this time. And that's another thing we're just so thankful for. We're thankful for the community that you've uh, brought together, for this family that we can call a family. And just the joy that comes from this place. And we pray that in the year to come that you would continue to bless us as a family and as a, as a group and as a church, um, that you would continue to bless us with a, such a great pastor as, as Jeremy is and that you would give him wisdom and, and knowledge and everything he needs to be able to preach your word to us. And that you would continue to expand this community so that more people can hear about you. And I pray that you would continue to keep us safe uh, during this time where people continue to get sick and um, just pray that you continue to have your hand of, of protection on us as a group. And and for those of us that do get sick, um, what whatever the sickness is, that you would continue to give us healing too from those things and that you would uh, keep our bodies strong and and ready to move on from the sickness and and be able to touch more people's lives. Um, 
Yeah. Lord, we're so thankful for, for you, for your word, for, um, for the community that you brought together. And we pray that this season would continue to be a happy season and that it wouldn't be full of sadness and full of um, grief and that kind of stuff, but it would be a season full of happiness and joy and community and friends and family. And thank you so much, Lord. Lord, I do just want to remember, I, I promised Don I'd pray for him tonight. And Lord, I'm, I'm grateful uh, you've protected our community, like Tyler said. And um, Monique's dad has COVID, and so I pray that you would protect him tonight, that you'd heal his body. I know it's been hard, uh, not life-ending for him, um, but very hard, and I know he's feeling very sick, and he looks very sick. And so I just pray you'd protect him, you'd, you'd be uh, with him. Lord, and with everyone struggling with that right now in the hospitals and at home and those who have been hit hard and those who haven't been hit at all, Lord, I pray you give protection and, and uh, healing and, and show your kindness and would your kindness lead people to repentance like Romans says. Um, it, it is your kindness that leads us to repent. So we pray that you would show kindness to our families, kindness to those we love, to our enemies, to the nation, to the world. We, we all need it at every level of human reality as individuals, as communities, as uh, humanity. And Lord, show us your grace again. And Lord, I uh, also want to pray for Shireen. I know that this was a hard week for her. And, uh, losing her job is a, a big thing. And I just pray that you would prepare her for the next steps, whatever is coming for her, uh, whatever uh, new good thing you have ready for her. I pray you prepare her heart for it, prepare her life for it, so that she's at the place she needs to be to receive from your good hand. Uh, but we don't diminish the seriousness and the pain of that, Lord, either. And we know it's, that's an awful thing, and it's a painful thing. And so I pray you would comfort her in her grief and in her pain of, of losing that job. Um, but also prepare her for the, the next steps. And God, I, I do, like Tyler said, uh, I, am just, I do celebrate tonight. I celebrate these 10 months of going through this series, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Have preached this series. This is the first series I've ever preached, I feel like, in full. And 10 months of preaching without missing a week, I feel very proud of that. I feel like Russell Wilson never missing a game. <laughs> but that's a joke. But uh, I, I, do, I do thank you for my health and for my ability to, to preach and that I've been able to do this for 10 months straight. And uh, it's been a wonderful thing. And I pray everyone has received a great bounty from your word. It's not my preaching that makes it special. Your word is special. And so I pray that we have received from your bounty. Thank you, Jesus, as we read the word of the Gospel of John, that you made the Father known to us. We're grateful for that. And God, I just pray that tonight we would have a wonderful time for the rest of our evening. We'd just have great fun, get sugared up, and um, just enjoy each other's presence, God. May we enjoy your presence. Would you be here with us, too? Lord, we thank you so much that through this time you have been with us, Lord, and that um, there has been a core group, Lord, that have been faithful in coming, and we thank you that this started out, who would have ever known, um, after one month of starting a church, that everything would change. And we're thankful that we've been able to meet in the home, that we've been able to meet together and um, go on this journey of a a new church that's, you know, 
sometimes you feel like you, um, you're struggling, but you know, we've kind of got, have so many blessings that we can thank you for. And we can look back in this 10 months and see all the things that have um, come about, Lord, and your faithfulness to us. That we thank you for, Jesus, that you had a plan, that Jeremy felt this calling, and that you have helped us go forward and become an actual church and um, incorporated to the state. We thank you for that, Jesus, and continue to help us, help us grow. And we pray that this world will open up, Lord. They need you. The world needs you. Churches need to be meeting, and people need to be hearing about you, Lord, and not just hold up in your house and not ever hearing the gospel. We thank you for your love. Lord, we thank you again. Um, I pray that we would all remember what the actual meaning of the season is, that we remember you and your life and your sacrifice for us. And, um, I pray that you would just bless each, each and every one of us uh, this week as we go about um, whatever we're doing and as we spend time with our families and friends um, and celebrate the season that you would be with us and protect us and um, just help us have a good week. Mm. Um, we love you, Lord, and we thank you for everything you do. In your name. Amen. Uh, so, Jeremy, if you want to come up again, um, we, as a church board and leadership team, wanted to get you something to bless you because we just appreciate you so much. And I'm sure that it goes for everybody, even the people that are not on the board or the leadership team, but um, yeah, we want to say thanks for being such a good pastor, and for we want to congratulate you for getting through the sermon series, and just hope that uh, this can be a blessing to you, and something special for you. Appreciate it. Okay. You Should I open it? Right sure. now? Or that? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll wait on it. Yeah. Should we open it, buddy? Yeah. It's an Amazon book! <laughs> So it could be literally anything. I think it's groceries. I'm gonna need a knife to tape pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a grandpa made it. Yeah, I should. No, my dad. This is my dad's handiwork. Yeah, he, he's all about making boxes. We need a box for one more time. Yeah, for a stack of boxes. Did you have the box? That's the beer condition. Oh, that's perfect for storing the part of our burglar. Good night. Good call. Good. Yeah, especially right here next to Aaron's stuff. Open this. Okay, buddy. Let's bring it back out here. See what it is. You know what you don't understand. Oh wow, that's beautiful. It's a crucifix. Everyone's gonna think I'm Catholic now. I said, uh, I think it was at one of our meetings. I said, you know, I said the Catholics have something figured out because they always leave Jesus on the cross. I said because that's his exaltation. This is Jesus sitting on his throne in the Gospel of John.
Because John always says that Jesus' crucifixion is actually when he's exalted as Lord. Thank you, everyone. Jeremy, there's a piece of stand. There's a piece of stand? <laughs> Is there a whole stand or just a piece of it? <laughs> a piece of stand. Hey, everyone, there's a piece of stand. That's beautiful. Every time I look at it, I'll think about John saying that this is Jesus on his throne. Well, thank you. Your first series. Thanks, man. Love you. Love it, buddy. There's Jesus. Love you. I guess you're not on the board. We're the shadow board. We're the board. Nice <laughs> well, that's the dance part. Can we do the presents next? <coughs> well, I just want to say thank you, everyone. I, I thank you for all. You know, your commitment has always been an encouragement to me, and um, I really meant it. I'm so honored and blessed to have gotten to preach the Word of God to you. It's a, a true privilege for me. And I, I love the Gospel of John. I can't think of any book I would have rather started with because uh, that is the book that formed my character. What John had to say about love, about a new commandment I give to you, love one another, about love being the core, the, the most pure, most precious virtue we have. That has really defined me. Even when we were kids back in youth group, that's really what define my commitment to unity and making a community. So I'm grateful that I got to preach it to you guys. Thank you for all these hours of listening. That's good. It's incredibly good. Thank you, my love. <laughs> well, let's, let's sing. I'll leave Jesus ready. Thankfully, he didn't stay there, but it's a reminder when I look at him that it's Jesus on his throne. Also, if you're wondering, that's king, and, and this is in Latin. Okay. They didn't get it in five languages. The three, yeah. <laughs> Hebrew, Aramaic, or Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, and Roman. Yeah, why is big box in something small? Was that good? I've never bounced a book on that in my head. So yeah, we'll do one one last song. Um, if you want to stand in and circle up again, um, we're only going to do um, <laughs> uh, verses one and, and three. Um, uh, when I looked at this, I was like, "Oh my word!" There's a lot of words, but uh, but I, I love. This is like one of the songs, um, just um, theologically and lyrically, you know, I love because they put so much thought into who Jesus is and, and, and that. Um, so, so. Why can't we sing the second verse too? It's so good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's too many words to squeeze in. That's what we were saying. They, they actually had to take out letters so they could squeeze in all right, the theology. That, that is, yes. Yeah. Fun carnet. Yeah. Hark the herald angels sing.